Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. It's in la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. WrestleCast Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the soothing sound. Natural vibes from Dragon Gate. This is episode 181 of WrestleCast Radio. I'm glad you got to hear Natural Vibes. Oh, give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. I, I, I can't do it justice. Speaking of justice, uh, welcome to WrestleCast Radio episode 181. As Ryan just stated Woo! that, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun show tonight. Uh, Ladies and germs, but um, but uh, did you get your meal the the cook way? Yes, yes, they um they hooked it up. I was very pleased. Um, now explain the cook way to the audience. The cook is just put the damn patty in the butter. Don't put shit on it. (laughs) Just give it to me plain. Just give me what I want. Otherwise, I'm gonna start hurting the people you love. You know what I got? I got what's called or referred to now as a one of the greatest surprise meal ever, and B called a steak and bacon burger, and it's Jeez. essentially she just grounded up steak and bacon and made these delicious fire patties, coleslaw, uh, mayo on it, pickles. And some other good cheese and and other goodness. It was so flavorful where I'm just salivating. And, oh, yeah, broccoli with teriyaki sauce on the side and some homemade macaroni and cheese. Wow. 
I'm sorry that you uh, cannot enjoy Flavortown. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I, I, I never really had that luxury um, before or during shows to begin with. So, of uh, <laughs> being gifted the <laughs> man, Polly with that hey. tight dog leash. Watch out for that Tupperware, though, man. That's 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 the L word. Watch out. Um, I do some have dirty say. ass Tupperware, and don't forget, guys. Hashtag PJ. F again. Hashtag FPJ. We'll put it on Twitter. Damn, my my, my are, you, are you saying my district manager, Polly Johnson? <laughs> uh, no, no, that guy kidding. seems tight. <laughs> Um, Just by that name. Name. Um, well, at first I was like, I, I was like, well, it's like Mad Polly, but it's it's like no, like P O L L Y. So now every time I see her, I want to be like, just wonder, like, have you ever painted your face in more of dog leash and have some guy with a <laughs> with a pimp cane walk you to a wrestling ring? <laughs> <laughs> that would be tremendous. Um, I know, I know we don't have it on the run sheet, and I know we're going to rant and ramble. It's, this is going to be a wild-ass show, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But did you, did you watch DDT? I, I didn't think you did. That's why it's not I did not, sheet. and I wanted to, but I, I could not fit it on the schedule. So the second match on the card um, okay. was Antonio Was there Harden. more power plug-in action, yes, as we he saw? Still has, he still has, like, a lightning current in his anus. Um, I don't. I still don't know how that originated, but they're still going with it. But uh, it was Dan Shokodino, Antonio Honda, obviously uh, Kazuki Hirata because he's the champ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was. I, why am I already forgetting the fourth guy? It was Dino Honda. Super Sasadango. No, why? I I literally can't believe that I I forgot. Who the hell was in this? I literally just watched it like eight seconds ago. Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Like, let me go to my card here. Um, so it was Antonio Honda, then Shoko Dino, Kazuki Hirata, Saki Akai. Oh, um, and then and then excuse me, not Hirata because he's not the champion. Was um, wait, and was then, this the Bucks one? Yep, and the then the, the champion is uh, the Young Bucks killing the business from the backyard to the big leagues book. <laughs> well played. Uh, which Harada gets jumped and he, he somehow stumbles to the back. Uh, the match is going on. All the crazy things are happening. They're all going for covers on the book. Um, Dino and Honda go for a double team on, on Saki Akai. She counters it, kicks Dino. Honda charges trips over the book, which leads him to the Fox story. Um, as he's selling like upside down. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, so in the midst of all this going, all they, they shoot to Harada backstage and, uh, I can't remember his name. He's, he's this big fat dude with curly black hair and he always has glasses and he's in a lot of like the skits and Harada's going through all his bag or the bags and he's like freaking out about it. So he super kicks him and takes something from his bag. Ooh. Well, and, and we see what it is and Saki Akai starts freaking out. So now Saki Akai's music starts playing as the sixth enter- entrant in this match comes out. It's the Saki Akai photo book titled Lip, Lips, Hips, Shake. What? Really? Yeah, and she's freaking out because she doesn't want anyone. You know, no, no, you don't need to see this. It's just like before, I think. And he, he like Dan Shokodino sees her like, like naked, just covering herself up with her arm, and he's just disgusted. And uh, so it's not working against Dino. 
uh, by any means. And then, uh, so they're, they're going through that. And then somehow one thing leads to another where he runs and Harada shoves that book up um, Dino's ass while he's in the turnbuckle. And then the book gets like supercharged. So we're, so we're talking wrestling still, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So now like um, um, Antonio Honda goes for the Fox poke and um, uh, Dino closes the photo book on his arm and he starts screaming as the books closed on his arm. And then like Harada goes for his chop and he ducks it and closes it on Harada's head and he gets flipped over by the book and the book's just kicking everyone's ass. And then the book like suplexes Dino and falls over. <laughs> and then Dino puts the book like as he's all dizzy, he stumbles back and the book's on top of the Young Bucks book. And um, by the way, at one point he he piled drove uh, Harada on the book, but Saki Akai turned it upright so he went right in his ass. Um, or no, Honda did it, excuse me, anyway <laughs> so now um, the referee's like making sure the arms are down and he's checking, trying to make sure the book's fully touching the canvas, and he counts to three and, and Saki Akai's uh, lips hips shake is the new uh, Iron Heavy Metal, Iron Man Heavy Metal title. So was the book at least open where it seems like the arm is draping over the other book or challenger no, or I should book. say former champion so it's just book. Full hardcore cover our action on action. Mm-hmm. So, so Harada's pissed Man. at this point. So he comes back in the ring and starts going at it with the book. And the book gets his arm locked in an arm bar. And he's trying to not tap. And he's trying to fight out of it. And then he gets up and the book come, comes and jumps and claps on his face. And hits him with a dragon <laughs> Harada. And, and, and then Harada powders and leaves. As, as, uh, <laughs> as the fat dude comes out and picks up the book and starts like hugging it and nurturing it. And then taking it to the back. Nice. So I watched that before we uh that's, went on air. That's one thing, man. You uh you gotta love DDT for, for the <laughs> boundaries that they exceed. Not only a line or or pass, they exceed just the creativity of what they can do. Again, well, it's it's satirical on, on Western wrestling to a point, mm-hmm. but but man, uh what Takagi is doing there and the rest of the uh, the Wrestle Universe at the moment uh, doing big things over the last two years, especially since the merger, right? We're, we're, mm-hmm. We'll be coming up on uh, two years this summer, correct? I think so, yeah. Wow, it has been that long. It's been at least a year, but maybe it has been two. Holy crap. This this show, too, part of the reason I wanted to watch this Into the Fight 2021 is, do you remember Into the Fight 2020 at Corrigan, right? Yes, but refresh the audience's memory. That was uh, that was Ma. <laughs> that was Mao and uh, Eichmann when they climbed up the wall. Oh, and, that was that one. Awesome. Yep. One of my favorite matches ever. Like legit. So, I I will think about that one. Mao is in the main event again on this show. Um, he's taking on Shun Makatsumata for the uh, for Katsumata's extreme Death title match. Okay. And the stipulation is kids' room sauna count edition deathmatch. <laughs> what does what? that mean? I couldn't flip and tell you. But it's a kids' room sauna count edition deathmatch. Oh my god! Don't spoil anything, or at least <laughs> tell me, like, to take my headphones off because I, I mean, I just looked at the schedule for the newly uh, announced brackets for the New Japan Cup, and I was like, "There's no rest." Not only for us, but for the wrestlers. My oh, by God. the way, I, I'm going to uh, make the online bracket again, and we can try to get that out and see if anyone wants to do it with us. 
How? It literally starts in two days. Yeah, it starts, it starts on the 4th, right? It starts with the anniversary show. They have two matches. Oh, yeah. Cause, so the 5th, I think it is. Thursday. Wow. Yeah, so I'm gonna, fourth, I'll, yeah. I'll try the to actual get actual cup starts on the 5th. I'll try to get this made while we're on air here. Ooh, as we give our predictions. Oh, so I'll get cracking on this ish. But um, Alex, where, where do you want to start tonight? Who? I mean, as we all it's know, a it's been a bag. it's been a pretty big week in professional wrestling. Some pretty giant news. Um, <laughs> and I would say uh, let's start on the western side here in America. Here, uh, since we're about a week couple of weeks out uh, from, from Vengeance Day, the uh, the latest carbon copy of a WWE property uh, circa 2007 uh, that happened on Valentine's Day, so I get it. Uh, but Ryan, before we jump into the E and NXT here, what is your favorite St. Valentine's Day Massacre match? Oh. Well, let me, uh, let me find the card here. You know what else is pretty gnarly? I did, call, card. I did call that tremendous uh, ending to the main event by practicing it. I believe it was like science class. Me and, uh, me and Z Diddy. Oh, he runs the city. He, um, I remember I was like, well, what if, you know, the giant just comes up from under the ring? And I was like, brought the pencil from the side of the desk. I was like, wow. I was like, that'd be kind of a cool way to introduce him. Again, this is what, 99? Maybe there was a few dirt sheets. I don't know how I knew he was going to be coming from WCW. But uh, then we got the show at my buddy's house a few days later. That happened. And then boom. And then I predicted, Wow. Paul White's going to no-show his AEW debut that they announced, and guess what, Ryan? <laughs> he did. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't think he was supposed to actually be on the... Um... They, they kind of said that day, I want to say, like he was going to be there that Wednesday. Or give like a thing... Like I, a... I think they announced it on the Wednesday, and he's going to... his. His debut is going to be this week, and he's going to interview because of the big Moxley. show. Well, because he has to come out for Shaq, so like that's going to be the big thing, right? He's going to come out to help Cody. Oh man, I mean, maybe. Or does he align I, himself with Shaq and to become? I think he's going to be there just to interview John Moxley. Oh, what a knucklehead! I I I totally forgot that um, in September of two of nineteen ninety nine, Vince McMahon um, defeated Triple H in eight fifty five to win the title on SmackDown. <laughs> like, you forgot that, fun. huh? Yeah, big time. I'm trying to. Um, Wow, this show the- had 450,000 buys and 19,000 in attendance. On Valentine's Day, 1999, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, here You're we go. I found it. Okay, let's see. Wow, um, too much. Remember that? Al Snow, or Bob Holly defeats Al Snow. Gold Dust defeats Blue Dust. Big Boss Man defeats Midian. 
Wait, who's Blue Dust? Oh, me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. Yeah, I, I don't remember any of this shit. I'll just say, um, I'll just say, fuck. Give me Val Venus defeating Ken Shamrock with Billy Gunn as the special referee when Ryan <laughs> Shamrock was with Val Venus because she loved his wang. I mean, who didn't? Now it's all about his cons- conspiracy theories. <laughs> I was watching, so me and me and Doof watched Castle Attack two together um, via Xbox, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, you know, Dick Togo. You, you know, do you remember the first time you've seen him? He's like, I I couldn't tell you. And I was like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't New Japan. He's like, what was it? I was like, he was in the WWE. Do you remember that? He goes, and I was like, he's like, was he in that Kai and Tai? I was like, yeah. The last time you probably saw him was when he cut off Val Venus's penis. <laughs> chappy <laughs> chappy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I, I'll go Val Venus. You could like not get away with any second of like that whole show segment revolving Kai and Tai chopping off of Val Venus's peepee, as they say. <laughs> I, I don't remember Mankind versus The Rock and The Last Man Standing going to a draw, but apparently oh, Meltzer, Meltzer went three and three quarters on it. Hmm. It's almost a four-star, man. You know, wow, that you Austin know. McMahon was only eight minutes long. But, I mean, the whole gimmick was him falling off and then him being stretched off. <laughs> Out. You, you know, I went back and watched, like, an old Raw and, and you know, stuff like, oh, like one of those kind of shows. It's so bad. Yeah, like, I was about to say, this is the Attitude Era, folks. Big Boss Man defeating Midian. <laughs> Bob Holly beating Al Snow in like 10... I mean, actually, that's a lot of time for them. Crazy enough. Gold Dust, Blue Dust, three minutes. Billy Gunn to beat a Tiger Alley Singh in 40 seconds. Viscera <laughs> beat Test. They don't even have a result for uh, too much beating the Hardy Boys, by the way. Yeah, it's just like it wasn't. It was it all about the promos, on. and you're like mm-hmm. your top what eight dudes, and like two of them were in factions. <laughs> like the nation was a really dominant force for in wrestling for for years, mm-hmm. and then what spawned from that gimmick? It got Farouk away from being a black gladiator, which I'd never understood that gimmick he had with Sonny ever. Yeah, he, what was it, Farouk Assad? Yeah, Farouk Assad, and he came in like the Trojan Man. Yeah. Never got why that was a thing in 1996. Because they were doing when he, all he was the first, like, shit. black champion in WCW. Well, I mean, think if they brought in Barry Windham, who was an incredible kid. You know, he, and when they brought in Barry Windham, I think that was like 94 or 95, and it had just come off of him having a great NWA world title run. Um, I mean, he, he was like semi-main event Super Bowl three against Great Muda. Mm-hmm. And um, they bring him in as the Night Stalker. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of shit is that? Well, we dyed your hair black already, so you'll be a part of the new Midnight Express. Okay. <laughs> you want to be a new black Here's man? Here's Billy Gunn. Or was he with Bart Gunn? It, it was one. Bodacious Bob and Bombastic Bart. The attitude there, <laughs> but 
I mean, we okay. So we got we got a lot on this run sheet. Sheet. Obviously, you're leading us to. We're going. Are we just going to the E first? Get it in. Yeah. Let's 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 get the E out of the way. Of course, uh, NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, a pretty, uh, I would say, solid show. Uh, seeing I did miss uh, the one in December with the War Games uh, that I did miss. Um, which you know, crazy enough, I. I Never kind of went back to it, but this one, you know, kind of getting back into the groove. I was, I was happy to see the cohorts of NXT, especially in the opening tag match, which you did not yeah. like at all. You know, I, I have to say, <laughs> I ended up giving it a three stars because I thought okay. the closing stretch was actually really good. Okay. I just, when I'm watching Ember Moon and Dakota Kai try to do these like top rope ideas, and somebody's falling on their head, and I'm just like one of these women are going to paralyze themselves. <laughs> like, just, you need to stop. And I don't know. I, I don't think, I think Shotzi Blackheart's very hit or miss. I think she can be good at sometimes. And sometimes I just. In this match, I thought she was good. She hooked me. Usually it's, it's not something that I, I watch, but she was all in on that character. I love the entrance her and Ember Moon had on that tank. I never really got the gimmick. And I was like, oh, this is really rad. And then I was like, huh. And I just like no nonsense, like not carelessness in a bad way, but just like I'm just going to throw everything out there, including a sink or a tank or a missile from the tank into the crotch of some dude in the audience. But I will say I, I thought, Again, she did some crazy, crazy spots. Ember Moon, you know, was a, a different type of style that, that than we're accustomed to. Sure, you know, kind of with the injury as well, she's she's kind of limiting some spots. But you know, I thought she she's did really well. Kenta. She's turning huh? into Kenta, where, oh, where you can okay. you can see the the the, the wear and tear of it, the, yeah. the breakdown. Like she still knows what she's supposed to do, and she still tries to do the same thing. But she's mm-hmm. just not – her limitations are starting to catch up, I think, with these injuries. But I Which will say no what stood out to me was Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. As a team, that chemistry brought me back to Shawn Michaels and, and Diesel. Now, I'm not yeah, saying their talents are there, but you got, you got the, you know, the, the muscle and then you got you know, the wrestler. But Raquel Gonzalez has made strides since she was Reina Gonzalez, and I thought they were, like I said, meshed so well as a team. And to see Dakota Kai finally, you know, after years of being plagued by injury, finally sees her character. She's not the Bailey 4.0. She's herself. She's that heel. I think they did an amazing job. Like you said, a hell of a finish. Great heel team, you know, kind of thing there. Um, I, I thought it was just a fun, great opener. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, like I said, I, I came around after they, they got, the closing stretch won me over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the right person won. If you're going to keep building uh, Raquel Gonzalez, you know, she should she should get the win. Yeah. You know, and Shotzi Blackheart's not like a major player, so it doesn't really do anything to her to take the pin either. But she's the one that can take the pin. She's the one that can be tossed mm-hmm. around. I mean, she's doing her job right. And I'll say this too: um, this this was not my least favorite match of the whole night either. So I'll, I'll give it that. 
It was definitely the next match, the time splitter, the one where Callie goes, wait, does he like Back to the Future without even me geeking out and saying yes, his whole gimmick <laughs> is Back to the Future. Kushida challenging Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American title. Was this your worst match? No, I went four stars. I thought this was Ooh, I love you. Thank you. Um, it you know it it worked so well because there wasn't all the the BS with Gargano. It was just Gargano wrestling, mm-hmm. and that's that's all I want. I don't need like his shtick is fine. It's whatever. But like <laughs> I I was so nervous that this was going to be just dog shit when the first thing you see is you know a kidnapping. You know a PG company is chloroforming human beings. As uh, we see Austin Theory getting kidnapped by Dexter Lumis. This guy's like a certified killer, and they advertise him on television. <laughs> right, did you did you see NXT on Wednesday? Uh, no. So he's in the opening match, and he's like in the ring kind of as the, the show starts. And he's he's on his like hands and knees, and like he just starts dragging his, by his arms, crawling across the ring to get his face to the camera, and then he just makes that weird face. I'm like, this is I'm oh really uncomfortable. God. Um, over under 20 kidnappings in both AEW, NXT, and SmackDown, and Raw. So that's four shows. Over under 20 within the last calendar year. Probably, yeah. They're they're catching up to ladder matches. <laughs> <laughs> what about triple threats? Ooh, that's tough too because we had a you know we had one coming up that we're gonna get on to get here too. <laughs> No, but this was a hard-hitting match. It was like everything that you you wanted from these two, you know. It was was two stalwarts of Dragon Gate USA at New Japan. That's what I saw, you know, kind of, you know, a couple minutes in, and that got me hyped for it, and it did not disappoint. Um, I'm all about Kushida winning. Uh, Obviously, it seems like he's in a spot, Ryan, where maybe he doesn't need the belt. I think, you know, he's finally finding himself again since he's made the transition to NXT here. But uh, I thought Kushida finally looked like the Kushida we know and love. Yeah, it was – you could tell that these two got comfortable with each other too. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they started, like – I mean, they went back – like, Kushida's going back to doing the the, uh, twisting – Fujiwara armbar off the top rope type shit like armbar. they were they brought it and it was really good I was really happy with it speaking of bringing it uh, it was the finals for the men's Dusty Cup as the opening tag match we talked about it was the finals of the women's the annual women's Dusty Cup here uh, was this your worst match hopefully not but I thought these four gentlemen brought it MSK taking on the North Sorry, grizzly young veterans, but that's not a knock on either team because they are both damn good. You got the mouthpiece on one side. You got your technical wrestler on the other. They are mirror images, and I think it's great that, you know, I think more people are seeing a great OG tag team of what the North represented. I should say RIP, uh, but I think the grizzly young vets, as we've seen them do in progress for the last few years, but again now, NXT UK, but I should say now in, on NXT. Uh, Ryan, I will let you uh, take the floor on your worst match. Oh, four and a quarter. This is my match of the okay. night. Okay, thank you. Easy. And this was, this, like, now it wasn't, 
it wasn't like earth shattering like everybody was putting it over to be like like I'm not saying it was by like nothing was wrong with it but like people were like oh my god this is the this is one of the best tag matches no this this is not revival American Alpha type level this no. wasn't this wasn't up there but this was really good like I really enjoyed this match thoroughly so um, great job I think if it would have been just like three minutes shorter, I would have liked it more. I think one of my big problems in wrestling right now are literally too many falsies. That's yeah. all I kept seeing in every other match. It seemed like not only on American wrestling, but in pure Rizu where I'm just like, man... Okay, I could see this coming. I could see this coming. Okay, of course, Suwama, after hitting nine suplexes, of course the guy's going to kick out. But Mm. this match, I agree, had a few too many. But I think, you know, as as they showcase the emotion that MSK, you know, the dream is finally there for them, you know, to be on the big stage and the girls of young vets trying to, you know, capture a name more stateside here. You could feel like they both, both teams wanted to say, you know, follow that shit here, you know, like do this. And, and, and I thought all four, you know, men did a tremendous job. Um, what are the best tag matches? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, you know, of the year so far, probably. Even though yeah, I mean, uh, Kobayashi in All Japan, uh, him and uh, <laughs> Sasuke Sakamoto. Uh, Kobayashi, uh, my God, I want to see him in every tag match from now on. Dropping those bows, being 500 pounds off the top. Boom. But that dude works so hard. He, he deserves any match that guy said at the end of the tag match. They're we'll get to that, to that in a bit here. But, no, I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought this was, I mean, the conflict of styles is what I appreciate. You know, you have, again, where you have the FTR and Young Bucks. What kind of messed it up? The F50, you know, that James Drake did. But then, you know, except he hits his, you know, but it was kind of like a la the FTR, you know, spot where they do something out of the ordinary for them. And will it cost him? Will it not? Um, And, you know, MSK, you know, a la, you know, what we knew them as the Rascals, RIP. Uh, but they still live on with these two here. I don't even want to say their generic names in NXT. I haven't learned them yet. But uh, great work done by all four. Yeah, this is fun. This is really fun. And I'm glad that uh I just I, I just hate their names. Like why is Desmond Xavier's name Wesley? Like and Nash Carter. Like think it was a stupid ass name. Wait, is he a fan of Steve Steve Nash and Vince Carter? Or is that how he sees his wrestling style as both those combined? I was gonna say, I hope you don't say he wrestles like Kevin Nash and Ethan Carter the third. <laughs> wow, you are making me nervous on what your worst match of the show is because we have a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Champion Io Shirai taking on a former rival from, of course, their starter days, Tony Storm, and I thought one of the coolest entrances and 
badass heels in all of wrestling right now, especially in any division of women and men, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of what I thought was a pretty swell triple threat match? Ladies and gentlemen, I, I thought these women had a lot of trouble making any kind of chemistry work. I went two and a half. <laughs> it just was sloppy. It just, it felt like they didn't know where the other person was going and they were trying to do all this stuff. And Mercedes Martinez didn't fit. And Tony Storm was just not Tony Storm. She's, I feel like she's regressed in the last year. And sure, Damn you, Juice Robinson. Shaking <laughs> was fine, but I just, like, I'm watching this. I'm like, not, it, it felt like when Kai and Ember Moon started the, the war games and, like, nothing mm-hmm. was working. You know? <laughs> like, it just, I don't know. But EO jumped off that scaffold, and they cool. caught her like the quail they are. Yeah, cool. They just jumped. She she just went and just jumped off things again. Like, what about the triple submission move where EO has Tony Storm in the crossface and then Mercedes Martinez has EO in the dragon sleeper? That was was cool. But like, I don't know. Six months from now, are you going to be able to tell me anything about this match? Uh, How I realize EO Shirai's entrance is great. With their history, I, I felt they were kind of off because I was excited when I was, you know, kind of kind of going through the uh, stardom wormhole a week prior to Vengeance Day. Uh, and it caught me off guard. Like, I was going, like, back through the years. I was like, what? I forgot this person was in stardom. That person was in stardom. I was like, wow, Tony Storm was apparently pretty big in, the, in stardom. And I was like, huh. This should be a really awesome match. And, you know, I, I thought, you know, it, it was fine for what it was. You know, it had your, your big spots. Again, I thought Mercedes Martinez looked great. I thought her near fall, you know, victory, almost victory there, you know, was, was pretty damn cool. But, uh, uh, you know, I popped for that because I thought she had it. And, you know, just, I you know, for triple threats, it, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. She didn't jump out. With a garbage can over her head this time, though. So that was that was nice. <laughs> I just like I'm not trying to be hard on it, you know. But I'm just like, uh, it was a, it was a match. It was anymore? It was a match. God, I, like, I hope you didn't. Uh huh. Like part of it too that gets me is like you could you could have made this make more like make more sense and make it better if that made like. Like, I was I confused how Martinez got in the match because I was like, oh, yeah, Tony Storm, Io Shirai, they have history, obviously, with the uh, Mae Young Classic and NXT women's titles and whatnot. Like, like she's got, um, you know, she comes in and starts just beating people up, and she's like, I, I want to start beating everyone up and get to the, excuse me, get to the top, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, and then Tony Storm comes out, and she's like, you didn't beat me. I'm like, okay, well, she did the number one cardinal rule where she's telling everyone that she never beat her. So, mm. like, I don't know. It just, And then they're like, all right, well, let's all fight each other. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. 
I'm glad we glad we had this this talk. <laughs> oh man, um, it seems like a running theme. I'm just so everyone is aware. Um, I'll have it completed probably. Give me like an hour after the show because I got to actually sit down and read read this and figure out how I made this last time because this website is way goofy to get set up. But uh, if you go to uh, challenge.com, that's C H A L L O N G E. Um, uh, slash WCNJC. That'll take you to our New Japan Cup 2021 Elimination Tournament bracket, where uh, each each round you get a correct answer to your points improve from one to two to three to four to five. What so was the slash WC what? NJC WrestleCast New Japan Cup. Damn your hashtags. <laughs> Challenge. Why is there a weird singlet on the background? Yeah, just some dude like flipping some guy. (laughs) I I noticed that. I was like, what the shit? Like, is he doing a cartwheel? By the way, if you if you haven't listened to, you need to the the Kurt Angle podcast with Comrade Thompson. It's a tremendous tremendous listen. Yeah, I saw he's got five of them. So happy for him. I'm going to have some so, time in my hand unpacking and stuff, so that's probably what I'm going to listen to. Uh, great insight. I'm, I'm happy they talked about one of my favorite matches, even though I liked it since day one, people, since WrestleMania 21. His yeah. uh, analysis of HBK and Kurt Angle, uh, just just awesome stuff. Just, I mean, nothing crazy juicy, but, you know, it's it's still good to see him and the clarity that he has. You know, because of course we know he's gone through his his troubles, but it's just good to get his insight. The way he described how how um they got to make the finish, I thought was really cool. Yeah. My God. Without spoiling that for the for the fan base, but yeah, it's it's cool, man. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to more of it. But I hope to. (laughs) But the main event. Speaking (laughs) of Rota. Ryan's a former favorite wrestler of all, Pete Dunn, taking on, sorry, the bruiserweights, taking on <laughs> the <laughs> prince himself, the one with the marks on him because of the X's. I was like, oh, I, I guess that makes sense. Finn Balor, in what you would expect that these technical wrestlers would do, uh, a lot of fun mat work, of course, a lot of submission-based offense. I thought uh, I, I like this version of pizza. That kind of like, don't give a shit. I'm just going to scrap and beat you down and try to break your fingers, and then oh yeah, make you tap. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. I didn't I didn't notebook it. I went three and three quarters. Yeah, but I I thought it was I thought it was really good. Like I thought it was like, I, 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 again. If it would have been just a couple minutes shorter, I think I would have liked it more. We won falsies. <laughs> like, that's been the thing that I've been saying has been hurting me with NXT is they've just become a chore at times. Like, mm-hmm. I love I loved when it was just come in there, it's two-hour show, in and out, you're in and you're out, boom, it's great, fun. You know, mm-hmm. you'd have these random squash-type matches in a way, and, you know... It, it was just, it was nice and it was easy. And now it's like every match has to feel like it's main eventing. And I'm just like, you don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah. You need your, your quick, you know, eight minutes 
uh, Midian match every once in a while. Well, like one match a lot of people talk about too, and I don't know if you remember this match. And here's something for future reference: go back to one of the earlier Impact or Impacts uh, takeovers, and it was No Way Jose versus Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. It was the opener. It rocked. It was yeah. great. Wasn't that a uh, Brooklyn one? I think it was. That. I think that was the Bobby Roode Kenta. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, that was a match that didn't have, like, all this pomp and circumstance to it, like, trying to be the main event. It was fun. You know, that was that was after they decided to debut Kenta against uh, the Ascension for some reason. <laughs> that was, that was oh, my dad. That's that embarrassing. Um, do you think uh, these these Finn Balor matches, of course, the, the couple he had with Kyle O'Reilly, the result of legit broken jaws and other parts of bodies. Um, and, you know, of course, the match he has um, currently, you know, that we just talked about with Pete Dunne, all these technical matches, do you think they're kind of like throwing him a bone and they're like, oh, yeah, you're Prince Devitt? You know, kind of having that New Japan style of a match where it's very slow-paced, methodical, technical uh, strikes, sequences, boom, finish, we're good. Um, do you think they're throwing him a bone, or he's like, hey, just let me be me? Well, it sounds like, from what I heard, he was um, he was only supposed to be down there for like a month or something. What? And then it just kept working, and they just kept it going. And then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it hasn't oh. he been there for over a year? Yeah, I think he has. But remember, he was out for like two, three months because he got hurt early too. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he had to mm-hmm. rescind the title beforehand, didn't he, or a title mm-hmm. shot? Yeah. By the way, breaking news, uh, March 9th at 8 p.m. on Vice TV, Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. The show you see this dead man doing commentary for it? The dead man? No. A so this, dead man doing commentary? This thing says uh, Evan Husney and Jason Eisner, as well as Conrad Thompson, will be conducting a roundtable discussion with special guests, including Tommy Dreamer, the Blue Meanie, Savio Vega, and Mike Chioda. And also, Road Warrior, Animal. Oh. No, uh, they had great companion episodes. I believe it was on the Grill and JR feed. Um, after every season two episode, like 90 minutes or so, or, or sometimes less. But great analysis, behind-the-scenes stuff. And I would always look forward to, after watching those episodes, just listening to those three guys talk about it and just, like, talk about what could have happened, what would have happened, you know, what should have happened, you know, in these episodes and just the stories that they had with New Jack and, and just kind of how they got the okays from some of these estates. It's it's just fascinating listen. So can't wait to kind of see, uh, you know, kind of the roundtable aspect of it. Especially That's with, you know, tight. the talent. So I'm in for that stuff. Yeah. Season three. Can't wait. Hopefully that's soon. Spring, I'm going to say they said. So. Uh, but, of course, the big thing happened. Uh, two bald dudes came out in uh, Pete Dunn's defense after he loses his uh, title shot here. Then all of a sudden, Undisputed Era comes and saves the day for Finn Miller. Uh Kyle O'Reilly shows 
off his really cool faux hawk. And he's like, no, we're good, bro. No, he's we're tight. here. We're good. I'm wearing this really bomb uh, uh, UE Undisputed Era. I had to think of what they were for a second. Undisputed Era uh, gimmicks on that look rad. Don't forget to go to WWE shop and get these cool Undisputed Era things. And then, <laughs> boom! Adam Cole, dynamite kick, face of Finn Balor. And then, of course, we see the, what did you do that for? To uh, Adam Cole there until, you know, go and fade to black. Well, then he smokes Kyle O'Reilly, too. Don't forget that. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, here's some more breaking news. Uh, uh, Shane McMahon tonight on Raw made uh, the Hurt Business defend the tag titles against Braun Strowman and Scrap Iron Adam Pearce. That was a thing. Who won? Uh, I don't know. And, uh, 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 the, the champs. Strap Iron Adam Pierce is wrestling in a suit, by the way. Uh oh. <laughs> Breaking news Asuka out of action after recent injury. Now, was it due to Nia Jax or from Nia Jax? Are you serious? You got hurt? Yep. Asuka is not clear to compete after that kick to the face last week from Baszler. Not sure if she'll even be on camera. Non-wrestling role is possible. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, and then Bobby Lashley won the title in a squash match. Ugh. And Lesnar didn't come out, huh? No, I guess he beat him in a squash in a lumberjack because the Miz tried to run out and he threw up or something because he had stomach pains. And then he got himself intentionally counted out and then he came back and Adam Pierce, scrap barn, Adam Pierce and Shane McMahon noted the Miz had an hour to defend his title and be stripped of it, made his lumberjack match, which resulted in Lashley winning a squash. So, oh, I thought this was a still picture of Miz shooting in a trunk backstage, but he's just bending over, holding his butt and his stomach with no shirt. Like, do people just really walk around with no shirts and tights? Like, whenever Pac would come out in, like, a Dragon Gate show or NXT or AEW, he just comes out in the shortest trunks ever. I'm like, dude, do you just walk around all day like that? Did you walk around all day like that? During no, shows? I wait... People would people would get frustrated with me because I would wait until the last freaking possible moment to put my gear on. Why? Like, does it like pump everyone up that knowing that everyone's on the same page and and ready to rock or or what? I don't know. I just I didn't think need, you were taking it seriously. I don't need to walk around with my kick pads on for three hours. No, like it's not comfortable. I, it's because it's of this company. Like I'm looking at like this. This is a great way to transition into chamber. By the way, I'm watching like there's a, like the Miz is hugging the, the the ring post. Like, what did you think was going to happen when you made this deal to have the him beat up McIntyre? Yeah. If if you're that scared of him, in oh god, I just I, the Miz sucks. I'm so done with the Miz. Whoa! Ever, ever, ever since Survivor Series, like. 
2019 or whatever it was when he wrestled Bray Wyatt, when Bray Wyatt came out in like a too small sweater <laughs> and you know, he's, he's like, he's trying, he wants to murder the, the fiend for, for breaking into his house and holding his son. Remember that? And he's, you know, my wife's in danger. And, that was the know, thing. I, I, I mm-hmm. honestly don't, that was just like five months ago. You're saying, I think it was 2019. So oh, okay. And he's like, I want to hurt him. You know, I want to hurt the fiend. You know, and then so <laughs> he's, he's like, well, you got to beat Bray Wyatt before you get to the feed. And then he comes out and he's dressed like Mr. Rogers or whatever. And he's, you know, and he's waving to the crowd as the feed. As, yeah, because it wasn't even like the fiend, Matt. Like, you didn't even get the fiend. Yeah, and everyone was like, what's the point? He beat Bray Wyatt. And the crowd's like laughing. Let's not forget that. There's fans here. So they're like laughing at what the hell is going on. And then the Miz, who's so hell-bent on destruction and, and causing harm and inflicting punishment, has to spin on his foot and point at the ring and do his whole entrance, and he's wearing his headband. Like, if I'm that mad, I'm storming to the ring in my street clothes. Yeah. Like, ah, he sucks. Just like his fucking company. <laughs> Let's get in the chamber. You know, I had so much hope and promise for this chamber. And then like, what's what's that song? Hold on, I'm I'm gonna try to not catch. I don't I don't want him to be caught off guard. But I'm gonna unmute you, Jordan, because you're listening. Jordan, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. What? Who who sang that song? Baby, are you down, 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 down? Um, the Middle Eastern dude. <laughs> It's, I, I just remember the Wayne verse on there. That's yeah, yeah, is it yeah, Jerusalem? Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been Jason. Yeah. yeah, I think it might have been. Who? Okay. I, 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 all I remember is Dad likes these folks to be. Did you say Jason Jerusalem? <laughs> no, it was That's the it? guy. They were, they came out at the same time, but it was like if Jordan was from the Middle East, it would be that guy. No, I oh, don't know. Like James Sean. Yes. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, good. I'm glad we power on with this. Thank you, Jordan. I will leave you uh, jamming. So just so am I right? Isn't that guy Jordan as I'm pointing the phone <laughs> to no one? So, so this so- this event went like that song. <laughs> I mean, the first chamber was good. It was just you knew that Roman was going to come out and beat the guy right away who whoever was the winner and it's like well you want Daniel Bryan you wanted him to win the rumble no we're going to have him decimated within seconds after going <laughs> and, through a hell of a chamber match and here here's the thing too with that is normally I love these just these quick matches and, and you know it's 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 false confidence. Like I said last week, that's, that's what they're yeah. doing with Rowan Reigns. And I'm, and I'm growing to hate it. What I thought could have been a really cool thing with him being this badass heel is he's just every other WWE heel. He's no different from any of them. He's just got a false bravado about him where he, he continuously puts people through all these loops and holes and, and they have to do all this stuff. And then he gets them when they're, when they're, you know, barely standing. And then he comes in like a badass. He's no different than the Miz. And it just hmm. it sucks. It's not cool. Like I don't I don't like it. I thought it was gonna be really cool, and I'm like, fuck it, this sucks. And I love these short matches like this. I I you yeah. know I love these like real fight things. And when Daniel Bryan countered the spear, I was like, dope. But then all of a sudden, Ro- Roman just gets him in the choke, and he barely even has it applied, and it's just over. 
just passes okay. out. Next. I mean, hey, we know at least Dan O'Brien would uh, make the money clip look good. <laughs> hey, the chamber though, I went four stars. You're like that was oh, awesome. Nice. There was a couple times where I was really nervous with how Corbin was throwing around Daniel Bryan. Like you could yeah. see Bryan like was like he kept blinking, and I'm like, if if King flipping Corbin who just put this match to just be some bulldozer for five minutes. Because these things are like Royal Rumbles now. Somebody pointed out, and they're 100% right. Somebody will get all this offense and do all this stuff, and then they get eliminated. Like, when Corbin started hitting his shit on everyone, I was like, oh, he's going out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, you know, Cesaro gives him the sharp she needs to have. You know, so, I mean, they, they, the order was great. I, I thought for a second they were just going to have Kevin Owens win again. Yeah. But he was one of those quick outs, you know, mm-hmm. after some pretty fun damage, you know, uh, especially I loved how him and Sami Zayn, when, when Zayn got out and he was like, hey, you remember we were a thing, we were a team, let's let's go out, you know, against the world. And then he just slams him, you know, from, you know, the sides of the chamber there, you know, that was fun. I liked how Kevin Owens, arm got, you know, slammed into the door by Uso. I thought that was a really fun spot. Yeah, I mean, that was Owens, awesome. let's be real. I mean, he's been pretty damn good. Minus a handcuff snafu by Mr. Paul Lee. I mean, he's been having a pretty strong four or five months, you know, kind of mid-quarantine to the present, I think. Well, it was great when Jey Uso hit him with, like, seven super kicks. Like, I was like, this is is flipping brutal. I love it. This is what I want my wrestling to be. You know, and, and Cesaro was great. and they, Like, this was, really, like I said, yeah. I went four stars. This was a notebook. This was really good. And nice, I'll, even, nice. I'll even piggyback before this. I went three stars on the on the dark match, pre-show match. There was a pre-show? Oh, the Ricochet and Molly Yeah, I had got a good. Now, mind nice. you, I don't need Elias out there. And I thought it was a cool finish where, where – um, Ricochet or Ali was so worried about Ricochet and they're all trying to catch that, you know, recognizing keep catching their guy that they forget Morrison is still there and he rolls him up. It was, it was a good little finish. Hmm. But then we just, then we just went down. So I have a question. Was that match for like what happened with the next match? Like how they got in that match per se, the triple the, threat, the takeover for, uh, uh, Keith Lee. Mysteriously yeah, yeah. vanishing out of that opportunity. Yeah, that's why I was like John Morrison. I thought he wrestled on the pre-show, and then he was in this triple threat for the U.S. title. This is one of those things. And I heard a lot of people complain about this, and they're not wrong. In any normal situation, okay, Keith Lee can't continue. Okay, you just have Riddle versus Lashley. But mm-hmm. because WWE doesn't want to have Lashley take the loss, they got to add somebody else to come take the pin. What mm-hmm. happened to back in the day when? You know, if you, it didn't matter if you had a if you were in a title shot, you're in a title shot. Ultimate Warrior was IC champ and he beat Hogan and then he just vacated the secondary. What if you really want to make Lashley strong, have him smoke smoke these guys, and then he beats Miz and then he vacates the US. Like you could why can't you do that? Or he could just have two belts as that's the thing of wrestling <laughs> over the last year. Well, so. At least they have a at least they have two that. belts. Yeah. By the way, but, though, I was Man, Bobby Lashley. I've been I've been singing his praise since since uh, his mat and wrestling WrestleMania match of the year last year against Aleister Black. Best match of Mania. His match. Where is Aleister Black? Is he on a milk carton? Who knows? Apparently, he asked to go back down to NXT, and they just kind of like walked away from him. I guess. 
So because of what his wife did, they're they're just blackballing him. Yeah, he's just getting elusive. Where do you want to see him go? Which Japanese company? Do you want to be honest? I would love to see him go to Noah. Noah? Oh, of course. Have him? I mean, with he'd love it without with the him and Cano. Oh, holy shit! The kicks. Cano right now, I I can comfortably say is in my probably top five for twenty twenty one. Would you take he's a barrage of kicks? Nice. Nice. I mean, he looks like the angel of death. Um, would you so take a barrage cool. of kicks, let's say seven from Cano, or would you take five chops from the nature boy, Buddy Rogers? Five chops. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Rogers okay. do the chop. Did Flair take everything? No, I think Flair just started the chop. Oh, okay. Would you okay? Here's a question. Here's a legit shitty no right answer. Would you rather be kicked in the chest by Katsuhiko Nakajima, Oof. or would you rather be chopped by Go Shizaki? Because just because I, I, I fear Walters it, chops more. Oh, that's tough. I, I mean, I, my, I would I, probably die from impact, but I, I I would go. I'd rather take a chop. I I think Shizaki. Is slowly starting to get to Walter's level with how hard he's been Oof. hitting people, man. Like that match with Sugara, he was beating his ass for fifty-five minutes. <laughs> like, it's just like, dude. Well, what's crazy it's, is when Shiozaki goes on a chop rampage, he starts bleeding his chest, <laughs> and his chest gets redder than hell. That's how hard he chops. Um, I don't think it's made it to Wrestling Universe yet, but they, they, there was a Noah show a week ago, and we got um, another Shiozaki Nakajima match. What? And I saw like a clip legit? of it. Yeah, I saw a clip of it, and it looked oh, it looked everything you want. It was they're like, here's a clip from uh, Shiozaki Nakajima, and it's just kick, chop, kick, chop, and I was like, yes, yes. Me, so is that like the third match in like five months? Oh, maybe. I, I mean, maybe it was a multi, but that was what I saw. The trilogy. Do you oh, see those yeah. shirts on uh, Pro Wrestling TVs for Noah? Oh, I still haven't looked at the damn new shirts. Uh, they have an I Am Noah Go Shiozaki shirt. That oh. is lame. New Nakajima shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful... <laughs> Shirts, which is really cool. We should have her just do Cano. My Cano. Cano. Oh, I love how the dude always does that. Well, March 3rd to March uh, March 8th, Merch Madness, 20% off. Use code MADNESS. Woo! We'll take that. Looks like we're going to get some merch. You know, they got AEW figures on here now? Oh, yeah, Walmart lost their right. And they're already sold out. They're already sold out. I saw... um, I saw a Pentagon Junior, and I think it was just a Pentagon Junior at a Target. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I still this drives me up a wall there that they advertise on the main page. So you go on the main page for Wrestling Peace, mm-hmm. and sitting right there under it's so first row is New Japan, MLW, and then WOW. 
Underneath it is All Japan Pro Wrestling, and they show Suwama. They show Koji Iwamoto, mm-hmm. Yoshitatsu, and Shuji Ishikawa. Not even Kento Miyahara. Not even Kento. And then everything on here is all flipping Yoshitatsu shit. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I'm going to barf when we get to All Japan, too, by the way. What's that? Did you know it all makes sense now why all his merch on the shop, especially after the uh, Excite series from the 23rd of February. God, I I was so mad when, when he comes running out. I was like, God oh, damn it. I threw it. my remote and turned it off as soon as possible. Look at that. Oh, my God. Um, so what else we got? So Chamber. The next I, match. Yeah, oh, man, this was. Holy shit. Unfortunately, the one that can botch uh, her team won to retain the championships. You had Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and Nia and uh, Shayna Baszler in the ring at the same time. And I went one and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Like, how, it match? You, I don't know what this Reginald guy is, by the way. Yeah, and, and whatever they call him sounds racist as hell every time I hear it. <laughs> what is he called? Reginald? No, but like what he's he's like the the uh what's his oh, what's his title? No, uh the the wine person. It's what they yeah. call wine like uh knowledgeable wine people. He's, I can never pronounce it. He's Somalier. The Somalier. There you go. I'm like, the first time I heard that, I was like, what did he call him? What did you think they called him? uh, I I thought they were like, all right, here comes Reginald the Somalian. I was like, whoa, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. I was like, dude, you can't do that. Too hot for TV there, Ryan. Oh, they got the Sugaragoon Corgi shirt on there now? Yeah, but it's like ninety dollars. Yeah, Thirty-seven fifty for a white shirt with a dog on it. <laughs> I yeah, I'm gonna get me the. Uh, I'm gonna. I get mean, the me corgi's that. tight though. I will. I will say that. Huh? Uh, I'm gonna get me that Congo shirt. So Congo's not supposed to be spelled with an H. I've been spelling it with an H since they invaded Noah. <laughs> I that uh. The Nakajima shirt's pretty tight. The Noah, the the Shiozaki shirt's tight. Uh, I kind of. What do you think of the comic book one with Muda and and Shiozaki? At first, I was kind of bummed because you know Muda, but then after I looked at it some more, I was like, okay, that's really freaking awesome. Like, I'm glad that they 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 went as hard. They went all in with this angle. Like, I give them credit for trying, and they're doing a lot Mm -hmm. of it. It's cool. I am no And it had time to simmer. It had well over a month mm-hmm. to kind of build up to it too and to get people very anxious. I just I think a lot of it's gonna end up what happens with, with Shiozaki. I mean now that he signed a two year deal, anything's a, I don't know anymore. <laughs> that he wins or that, that Muda doesn't loot her win. Oh Kiyomiya. <laughs> Justice for Kaito. Uh, also, justice for our main event is, don't worry, folks, it doesn't get better. Um, Drew McIntyre with his Claymore kick to Styles and the Miz cashes in. Um, so the the SmackDown chamber match 
from the, op- the, the, the first person steam music that hit until the bell rang took 17 minutes. How long do you think it took for the raw one to start? Ooh. Wow. I'm going to go 14 minutes. Oh God, it has to be longer than that. I mean, the raw like I went, I went upstairs, filled my water, went to the bathroom, and came down, and Orton still hadn't even gotten in the ring yet. He was, <laughs> like, everybody came down and started staring at McIntyre, and oh my God, not Jeff and, Hardy. And and it, oh, this match, this match sucked. I would, I want to start a half. What what didn't you like about the match? How Orton got eliminated really quick, or how Kofi did some cool shit, and then they're like, no, bro, kick, or or what? Jeff Hardy still wrestling carelessly. I I I I was completely irritated. Excuse me here. I'm trying to. I'm thinking about this match and it's tiring me out. Um, I'm trying to literally see when the first person theme music started. And then they explain the rules to you four times. It's like, we get it. We already heard all this. So at a minute, we'll say an hour, 39 minutes is when. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So I'm 11 minutes in and Orton hasn't even got to the stairs yet. (laughs) Think about that. Um, You know what? McIntyre lost, right? He didn't bring the sword. No, he put the sword in. I watched that because then oh, nine thousand lights start flailing around. Like, give me, uh, like if you, if you were epileptic, you would have been done after watching that intro. <laughs> and then like it's just too much. <laughs> so explain to me this one. Orton's all mad that he got eliminated, so he RKO's Jeff Hardy and he RKO's um, McIntyre. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And immediately after that, Styles starts screaming at almost or whatever, whip this off so I can get in the ring because the, the door was open. He Didn't he just win a match to be the last one in? Mm-hmm. So but why was, is he trying yeah. to come in like 15 minutes early because they're just laying there? So he can get the upper edge because he's phenomenal. But then it didn't when happen. When it comes to heel tactics, it didn't happen. I didn't know so, you could just come in whenever, by the yeah, way, as I, well, by can. ripping the door off, Manute Bull. And, and if that's the case, well, then why didn't he just come in the ring and start beating everyone up for styles? <laughs> yeah, why didn't he just, like, start doing whatever his almost his move is? Yeah, he did it in the Rumble. Or why didn't Styles just stay in there and have almost hold the doors so they can't open the doors because they're not going to be stronger than Oh. Instead, he leaves the thing early. Like, I I, I flipped the controller in the air at that point. It was like, I, I, was, I was Gene Okerlund at SummerSlam when the sign fell on his head, and he was like, fuck it. And he just went off camera. <laughs> hey, put that cigarette out. <laughs> And 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 then this one. So then then they have you know Scrap Iron Adam Pierce comes out and they all I don't remember who who did they kick out when they're like get out of here was it almost almost yeah so they have all these people coming out to like get all these people out of there and stop fighting and shit 
And then Bobby Lashley comes out and like a uh, like physically assaults Drew McIntyre for like seven minutes and nobody comes out and stops. <laughs> you just had the entire locker room come out to remove this man from a match that has no rules. <laughs> but then the champion is getting his ass destroyed and they're like, Hey guys, let's go for beers. We're in Florida. Everything's open till two. What is this, South Dakota? <laughs> I, it, it, this company has no logical sense, and they, they like, oh, it it was it was awful. It was so bad. But that opener, yeah, like it got it. it the show pr- pr- like got worse. It took me two and a half days know. to watch the chamber. I'm gonna do this again. It was so bad, and it started so. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the, this is the start. Mm-hmm. These matches are gonna be great." Like we still got a match that has Baszler, Belair, and Banks in it. I get Lashley and Riddle. Yeah, but you got a surprise ending new champion until uh, a few hours then, ago. Uh, uh, the, Miz. the Miz wins. Alex, let me. Um, it's kind of fun. I like that part. Do, do you remember when, like, cashing in the briefcase was something like everybody like was in just ecstatic about? Oh yeah. And this year the briefcase went from Vince McMahon thinking Otis is funny to realizing that was the stupidest thing he ever did putting the thing <laughs> on him. So then they put it on the Miz, and then he loses it. But then they still didn't know what to do with it. So then they give it back to him, and then he cashes in, and then he loses it in a week, and nobody cares. Nobody to be fair, like, they should have did something different with Otis and had him challenge, you know, hey, for me and my partner to go for the SmackDown, ch- you know, t- belt, or, you know, hey, I'm going to go for the Intercontinental. No. Something different. <laughs> Instead, Tucker Knight turns on him and then gets written off TV. Ducky. <laughs> like, where has he been? I don't know. Which briefcase seemed more meaningless, though, Ryan? The WWE's Money in the Bank, or how about New Japan's IWGP <laughs> North American United States, yada, yada, Kenta finally cashing in in his briefcase after talking some mad shit month after month after month, of course, due to COVID. We could not get our Kenta v. Moxley in Japan as we wanted but lucky enough for us and lucky enough for my shirt that I will be seeing in a few days Kenta's got a place in Orlando, Florida the battle of all caps from New Japan Strong on Friday, February 26th let's start off by saying I'm a Ren Narita guy and his match with the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson was a fun all-out, seven-minute slap fest and chop fest by Renarita. But my God, Ryan, did you expect him to have the upper hand about, like, 75% of this match? The fire and the fury in Renarita was awesome. You don't get to see Dirty Daddy have these matches, and when he gets an opportunity to, he can work. Look how good his match with Priscilla Kelly, of all people, was. (laughs) True, true. he's, He's good. Like, there's a reason why I... Like obviously, I think I think he's just cool. Like, like, uh, like he's just one of those like like 
jock wrestlers that are tight. Like you need a good jock wrestler like the Steiners were. You know, yeah, Dirty Danny yeah. Chris Dickinson, he's flipping awesome. But he can work, man. This was my favorite match of the show. To tell the story, I mean, really well where this Deacon Renarita is just like slapping him around and he was selling it. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. This was GCW. It would be different, but he was doing his job, and I thought both men were great. And how about that sharpshooter into the uh, roll around, turn around counter uh, in the ending where Narita that makes Dickinson tap out, and I was just like, "Whoa, let's get that new graduate Ren Narita back into the main." And that's the one thing too is I bet you I bet you when they got in the back Shibata looked at Dickinson and goes, "Man, that's what I'm talking about. You're great." Yeah. Like you didn't have to do any of that. Any it's a great. To for them, isn't it? For New Japan, mm-hmm. America. Oh, man. Like, he's the guy when COVID's lifted. I want to see wrestle Ishii or Shingo. <laughs> like, give me what I want. I, My I do brain one, melted. One last thing I wanted to say to you real fast about the, the, the chamber thing. Mm-hmm. Between January 1st, 2000 and February 21st, the day of the chamber, the men's has defeated Kofi Kingston on January 10th, 2020, Otis on October 25th, 2020, and Drew McIntyre for the title at Money in the at Elimination Chamber. So his third single, wow, that's awesome. He's only, his third <laughs> singles win was for the title. He's only had yeah. three wins. You, did you say 2000, by the way? 2020. Sure okay. 2020. So in over a year, this guy had only won two matches on TV. Wow. And he won the title. Like, why, what are you doing? At least, at least the company is pushing somebody as Bobby Lashley. He is dominant. Like, that's how you push people. Do you remember? Do you remember when Shayna Baszler destroyed everyone in the chamber? And, oh, Batista just got Batista bombed by Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> See ya, Alex. Um, I don't want to make this point now without without him on there, but like this company is so fifty fifty, where like you'll get a win on on Raw, and then the next week they have a rematch, and the other guy gets the win, and they just nobody can get over that way because you never get to make stars because you never get to have anyone beat somebody definitively. Like King Corbin's gonna beat Jeff Hardy or Dominic Mysterio, I think he's feuding with now, and then the next week Dominic Mysterio miraculously gets the victory of King Corbin. Okay, well now you just. You just told me that they're the exact same because neither can get definitive victories over each other. Um, Alex, so where I was going right before you get dro- you got drop kicked was do you remember how awesome it was when Shayna Baszler eliminated everybody in the chamber last year? Yes. Oh yeah. That's ca- that's called pushing somebody, right? Yes. And then all the the like Liv Morgan, you only live one fan account Twitters like tweet all over the place and. All the the Natalia people are tweeting, and everyone's all up in arms. So then they just don't do it again because they don't want to piss people off. Like, <laughs> when did you guys forget how to push somebody? Like, at least they're doing that with Lashley. Yeah, I mean, it's been a really great build for Bobby Lashley as well as all of the Hurt Locker. And and let's be real, uh, the He's real the MVP of the E of the Hurt business. I apologize. Thanks, Jeremy Renner. Um, was uh, 
was the Hurt Business and and, an MVP who was also your first IWGP Intercontinental Champion, RIP. Um, I, uh, they're, they're doing big things, man. I, I like what they've done. I love Shelton's cockiness and his dim wittiness, but, uh, you know, off and on what they do with Cedric Alexander, uh, when you watch him in the ring, you're like, okay, he's safe. He, he he's, he's learning from these guys. I, Oh man, I, 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 it's it's. This you gotta is, do Lashley Lesnar though, right? That's your mania match. I don't think Lesnar wants to do it. God, I think it's been she, like in like, the making for years. Decades. You know what you need to do too is you need to go Les, Brock. What do you want? What do you want for money to come in and put Lashley over? And then let mm. Lashley be your guy. He, I, I, I don't know. I could be in the minority with it, but I think he's great. Because you know how I can tell that he really likes what he's doing and he is, has an appreciation for this? Is mm. I understand some people just naturally do it, but the, the amount of sweat that, that comes off of this guy's head after a match, like he works so hard. Mm-hmm. Like everything he does in that ring – is is literally just full speed. Like you know what I mean? Like watch the like watch how hard he you know he goes every everything he does. Like he talks about um like he did an interview with Bleacher Report and he, he credited impact. He said I think the impact run helped out tremendously because once you come into WWE and they say you're going to be a champion, then there's going to be some uncertainties and insecurities. Am I able yeah. to carry the ball? Am I able to do it? Am I able to have these big matches with everyone? Because that's what you need to do as champion. And when I was in Impact, I had those opportunities. Oh, man. And he was he, during the heyday of Impact. Mm-hmm. You know, his favorite people to work with. He said Kurt Angle was someone I admired because of his amateur wrestling. Yep. Um, another one was Umaga at Mania 23. Booker T, someone that basically held my hand when I came in and showed me the business. Because even people today, getting the opportunity to be in the ring with Roman, he's a star and everyone knows it. Um, I had a match with Cena. You know, Finn Balor is incredible. There's just too many great matches and opportunities I've had with people. Like, he truly appreciates what mm-hmm. he's doing. And I respect that about him. And, you know, he went in and, you know, everyone laughed when he was going to do MMA. And then he went and beat the shit out of all the people like Lesnar did. (laughs) Like, he's a legit bad dude. And think think of, he came back to this company to do a flipping angle where Sami Zayn's got his sisters on TV. Oh, Lord. And, And he stuck with it and kept grinding and kept getting better. And now he's, he's been put in some pretty ridiculous angles. Of course, let's let us not forget the the uh, most current one before the hurt business, the Hey Milana and Arusev triangle. And then you that know was you had that's probably a fun little angle though for Bobby Lashley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. And I I think what helps is I always have felt like Vince. Vince loves stables because in the heyday mm-hmm. it was all stables. Stable that's over, and I think that helps because I'm mm-hmm. sure because I'm sure Vince must have a must take a liking to like Shelton and MVP because they both came back after being gone for forever. And I heard Cedric Alexander was in the doghouse for a while, but it seems like he got out of that. Mm-hmm. 
So, and we know he likes Lashley because he worked a damn program with him for the ECW title. So, I I think it. it oh yeah, don't forget WrestleMania, but yeah, the uh, ECW mm-hmm. title. Yeah, oh yeah, but that's true. You know, he was in that battle. He got picked to be one of the two guys in the battles of the billionaires. Yeah. Like that—that that was a big deal. And that was what fourteen years ago. Yeah. What are they coming yeah. on? Thirty-seven now. Mm-hmm. Fifteen and, uh, years ago. So you you it I'm helps that I think Vince likes those three guys. Mm-hmm. But good because you're hey, pushing. Hey, Vince push. has got to come out every once in a while. So I mean, why not now? Tight. The wonderful age of eighty. Man, could you imagine if uh, MVP's like, let me introduce you to my homeboy? God, shit. Well, that's the thing. You know they play up to that because you want to be in the good graces and look where, you know, if they've been doing that, uh, it's gotten to them. More exposure, more, you know, you got merch that's ridiculous, but still kind of cool. The same kind is just weird. But, you know, they're, they're prominent. It's a prominent faction. And, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't had a good one in quite you know, maybe since the the Wyatts and the Shield, and and that's what what the I think is is it just it's it it seems like Vince likes things less and less is the problem. Like mm-hmm. if he likes you, you're going to get pushed. The Hurt Business is a great act; it's getting pushed. He likes it. You can tell he likes it. But if he had more of an open mind like he used to to things, we would see other people get effectively pushed. And in fairness, that would change this company. Do you think also, though, with it being, you know, prominently, you know, for African-American wrestlers and the way how the country's been, but especially during 2020, uh, you know, in in urban areas, you know, do you think that might have had something to do with it? But they also, again, I'd say it's credit to to MVP for being a hell of a mouthpiece and a a good storyteller and, and transition from feud to feud or story to story where he just, you know, make, he's the glue that holds everything together. Cause we all know Lashley's not the best on the mic. We know, you know, Seth is all right. And we know damn well, Shelton should never be by a microphone <laughs> or, you know, maybe one liner here and there, you know, which, which he can nail, but you know, I don't know. It just seems like you know, kind of everything that was happening, it was good to have a, you know, in a way positive, uh, you know, kind of look. I mean, they were just saying, hey, it's us against the world. It wasn't like we're heels or anything. It was like, hey, we're going to beat your ass. We're the hurt business. We're going to take what's ours. And, you know, at a time where a lot of people, you know, were going through through some shit, you know, kind of a, a good, you know, kind of group to, to look up to, you know, kind of in a way and, and kind of agree with and say, yeah, this is what we need. We need that confidence, bravado, you know, just to, you know, kind of get into that with every, you know, all the turmoil that was happening. I mean, I mean, I guess you could point to that, but, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to feel like that they just did it because of that reason. I just, I feel like they just, they got over it. We're like, I mean, cause that's the same thing, you know, look how, look at how hard the new day got pushed. You know, yeah, but at, they're known for their racist undertones. To a no, lot of characters. No, like I get that, but I, but I mean, like th- that company does that. Sh- this company does that shit to everybody. Like they don't, they don't think with a lot of stuff they do. I just the Mexicals. Well, yeah, they think it's they think it's ah, oh, it's clever. Like they're just dumb with it. 
an Italian being uh, Hassan. Yep, yep. That, that was the thing. Like, so they've done this to everybody. It's not like it's just one thing they've done, but I just, yeah. you know, it, everyone everyone wants to point a finger at, at Vince and say things about him, but I don't, I just, there's been enough stuff done that I just don't, I don't think any, I don't, I don't think that plays a part in that company. I think people okay. just try to take, I'm not trying to defend it. I mean, because I think it's really wrong. I just, but I feel like people just try to take, try to find reasons to say things and or shots to take just because they don't have any other argument. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, like I said, I could be way off. But I mean, you know, Mark Henry is one of the longest tenured employees they've had. You know, Booker T. They always fight. I mean, would you want to fire that guy? Come on. I mean, they they fired nails. It's fine. Man, that's they all tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his daughter worked for us. Yeah, did she ever try to kill you? No, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but it's it just, you know, it, it's if the company believes in you, they do things with it. It's just, I just wish they they believed in more. Like, I'm scared to death just going to somehow screw up um, Bianca Belair. I hope not. You know, I, I, it, it, look how long it took him to get, to, to get Big E correct. Like, I don't know how they didn't figure he was a star by himself longer. You know, how long until they don't push Montez Ford? Well, they knew he was a star at NXT. You know, they tried to build him up, you know, with, with him, Ziggler, and AJ. And then the new day happened. He didn't have to be that single star. You know, it's yeah. kind of like you look at Evolution and you're like, wow, Batista could be the standout. And it's like, oh, he's winning tag championships with Ric Flair. Because that makes <laughs> sense. But, you yeah. know, it's out of Perry and that works. You know, same thing with Biggie and, you know, kind of, you know, the, the free bird rules, you know, type of, uh, you know, action that the new day had. So, I mean, I think they were, you know, meant to be kind of that, that, that stable. Yeah. There. And, and they always said they wanted Kofi to be that singles guy. They wanted them to get that run, which, you know, inevitably they, they did. Thankfully. You know, like they, they've already missed the boat. It's, I mean, it's, that's it for Cesaro. <laughs> you know, like Ooh, they, they yeah. stood up on that one, you know, it's, and then look what they're doing, Cesaro and Big E, you know, possibly, hopefully at WrestleMania in the great match where you're just like, you don't want to see the guy take the L. Well, now I think they're trying something which makes me happy because he's, he's so vastly underutilized. But did you see um, the Apollo Crews kind of promo on yeah. Big E? Yeah, that's true too. Right. It was like, you know, my grandfather had five wives. And his look. Yeah, he's he's his um he's like my grandpa uh uha and I was like, Oh, he just said uha and then he's like these colors for to me represent the Nigerian nation. And I was like, Oh shit, he just oh, decided sorry. to go to Uha Nation. Let's go. Like, please. Oh see, I didn't watch the promo, I just like saw it through fast forward. So I wanna go back and rewatch that promo. That's and then, awesome. And then That's I don't know cool. if it was if it was planned or he just went for it or something, but I'm pretty sure as the promo finished, he started, he went from the way he would normally talk to suddenly having a, like more of a Nigerian accent behind it too. And he was getting more mm. aggressive when he talked. And I'm like, 
oh, please give us Blood Warriors Shima version of Yuha Nation. <laughs> like, please. Because, once again, this is why you sign the guy. So yeah. why don't you let him do like, – there's a reason they signed Akira Tozawa. And it wasn't because he was playing a ninja in Dragon Gate. Jabber. Do you think uh, Cruz and, and Shima still just, like, text randomly every now and then? I bet you at one point he was like, hey, how's that OWE thing going? Because <laughs> this place <laughs> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you, Can I come work happened? with all of you? Like, how have they not done anything with Andrade? He's still missing an action, and he's engaged to their, you know, top female. I, I don't know. Ugh. All right, let's, that's enough WWE. That, that's just, oh. Embrace June Kasai and Tamaya Harada defeated Shuji Shikawa and Ryuki Honda. Oh, let, me, let me open up All Japan. Then we're going to All Japan. Let me go. Hold up. All Japan excites series. Dude, when Shuji Shikawa was pushing down female ref not once but twice skewers in his head I was thinking this is damn good this is a damn good storytelling he he gets DQ'd for not only throwing Nikon Lee twice but just punching June Kasai in the face for like 45 seconds and then Kasai rolls out of the ring laughing at him bleeding all over the place like, dude, their match is going to be awesome. So they are getting a match. I, I was hoping that was building to that. They would have to because they're getting skewers and then, like, little parts of, like, grinders to grind oregano in. No, those are, um, those are um, um, uh, uh, Kenshin plates. Kenshin plates. They're the things, those that the things like, from Phantasm? Because that's what they look like. Just let, me, let me get the exact dis- description here. Of what the what they are, but but continue with where you were going. But they look like it, Dragon Ball Z balls, but with like metal spikes in the middle. But he like jams one in Kasai's head, and yeah, Kasai's just laughing it off. And then like he dumps the bag; they're all over. Uh, Ishikawa slams him on him, and then yeah, he just starts going to pound town on Jun Kasai with skewers just still stuck in his head, like he was. You know, foghorn, foghorn leghorns. Uh, you know, mohawk there, and uh, it was, it was just an insane, insane time. And and Nikon Lee, bless her heart, it was uh, just an awesome way to showcase the frustration of Shuji Shikawa uh, letting Kazai get to him with the mind games. All right, what are the so th- these things? Here we go. Ken's, they're called Kenzin. Um. Uh, they're floral pin frogs for Japanese Ikebana vases or stands. Stainless steel. So they're they're like an inch long stainless steel pin hmm. that you can shove like the bottom of um, flowers and floral things too, so it sticks together. And he he took out a bunch of them and he punched it into his head. Yeah. I saw um, Drake Younger before he became a ref, obviously. Um, got one of those punched into his head, and they had to take a pliers to it to try to pull it out of his skull. It was disgusting. It was, was it against uh, Nick F. Engage? Might have been. It was GCW or um, CZW. 
Uh, Maybe it was against Nick hate, Nate Hatred. Well, thankfully, that guy deserved that in his head. Yeah, so, I mean, that that was tight. Um, I'm not talking about Drew Kasai. I'm talking about that, that douchebag ref. But anyways, of course, uh-oh. we're talking Excite Series from June, or June, February 23rd at Karukita Hall, All Japan Pro Wrestling. By God, if you would have told me the story coming out of this match was uh, was not only me wrestling in the opening bout to yes Alejandro, <laughs> but Abdullah Kobayashi be my MVP of the whole show for not only being a tremendous character, but also you know going to you know Nikon and be like you're not seeing you know, checking my legs doing the ref pad. You know, talking ish, it was just great. But dropping elbows from from the top rope, doing a double German suplex on Kento Miyahara and Daisuke Sakamoto, mind you. Uh, but just looking, because again, I look at this dude and I'm like, I don't know if this guy's gonna, you know, be able to work. He worked almost better, if not more, than Daisuke Sakamoto in that <laughs> match. But let's be real. The big thing was, hey. Shuji Shikawa and Suwama apparently were watching NXT Vengeance Day. But first, let's get to the first match. <laughs> so uh, we saw Purple Haze, Zeus, and Izanagi defeat Alejandro and Akira Francesco. Uh, Izanagi with a roll through armbar choke on Alejandro to get the victory. It went two and a half. Short, simple, and easy. Yeah. Uh, Alejandro <laughs> so can like, dive, by the way. Yeah, that 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 uh that flipping uh Piscato over the top there was beautiful. And Zeus like, oh, as it happened, <laughs> like, he was just there. Like I forgot Zeus was Izanagi's partner for a second, but uh, it was you know a, a good sequence, you know, kind of battle at the end there with uh, Alejandro and Izanagi, uh, you know, kind of to, to showcase them. Um, then we had the team of Yoshitatsu, Osamu Nishimura, which Alex had to call me and ask me if that was Yuji Nagata, which I was also confused at first because he was wearing blue for some reason. The blue! The and hair, the nose. Jacket. He didn't have a towel stiffness. or a robe. It was weird. Yeah, the stiffness for sure. Uh, and uh, the, the man from Choco Pro, the company that doesn't exist, Baliyanaki. <laughs> Uh, they, they defeated the team of Takeo Mori, Blackman, Sorey, and Takashi Ojita. Uh, mm. Tatsu hits a code breaker on Blackman, Sorey, whatever. I went two and a quarter. Baliana Aki, though, is tight. And then we see Sego Tachibana come out and do one of his, ah, cut one of his promos. I mean, we're we're talking about who's, you know, in, in the top of the chop game. You know, of course, Walter and, and, and Go Shiyazaki, but we got to add Takao Mori to that list because, my God, I don't know if they're chops or slaps or both, but I would not want to take one of those. But, man, they look fun as hell on his, on his opponents. Takeo Mori, like, still thinks he can go as, as hard as he could 15 years ago, and I, I love the hell out of it because he looks so awkward running as hard as he can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I, he going. He but his slaps of, of man. He's tight. Like he used to be great back in the day. He was so fun. Uh, then we had a really fun uh, t- uh, three way tag match. 
uh, we had the team of Atsushi Aoyagi and Rising Hayato defeating the team of Yusuke Kodama and Hakuto Omori and Hikaru Sato and Dan Tamura. Uh, I was shocked when Aoyagi gets the crucifix on, mm-hmm. on Hakuto Omori's little smug ass. Rising Hayato hits a super kick into a crucifix bomb, and they win. They're getting Purple Haze next. Yeah, I, I thought this was a, a fun, quick... A lot of these matches seem seem to end a lot quicker, you know, kind of like we're talking about NXT, cutting a few minutes here. I thought some of these matches could have added a few minutes, but uh, this one I was getting really into. And then, yeah, just, you know, kind of the the kick there, uh, you know, to Omori as Hiyato gets that victory there. But... Uh... Or the other way around, I want to say. Well, the, yo- the younger brother of uh, Yuma Ariagi. Um, and then we had the, the aforementioned match we talked about. Shuji Ishikawa and Ryuki Honda took on Junkasai and Tomoya Harada. Shuji Ishikawa beat the shit out of Harada. He was hitting that dude so hard. <laughs> I was like, what did he do to get stiffed like this? But Kasai uh, <laughs> gets the victory technically over the DQ, as we said, uh, Ishikawa beating the piss out of him and refs, not caring, <laughs> just stiff. But what we were caring about from this show uh, was right after that match, of course, they announced the entrance to the Champion Carnival, Ryan. Of course, we have a Suwama, Zeus, Kento Miyahara, Shuji Ishikawa, Jake Lee, Yuma Iyagi, Toro Shino, Koji Doi, Kohei Sato, Shinjiro Shinjiro Otani. Otani. The first ever WCW light heavyweight champion. Wow, the first or, ever. Excuse me, huh? WC, no, WCW cruiserweight champion, excuse me. He uh, he got a mad pop from the announce team. Not the audience, the announcers were going nuts. Yeah, I was... You know... God, yeah, in 1996, Shinjiro Tani was the inaugural champion of the cruiserweight championship. And then he lost it to Malenko. Wasn't he in, in one of those GCW shows like a year ago? Yeah, I think he did. Um, I or was think it like he, a collective? Yeah, I think he did Spring Break, the Janela show. He, yeah, he wrestled uh, Nick Gage because that was like Nick Gage's favorite wrestler growing up. Like That's, that's why really Nick Gage cool. was uh, the boot scrapes because Otani is the one who kind of invented the boot scrapes. So... The Suwama, no. Who who's gonna win? I mean, well, we'll we'll get to that here in a second, especially as we probably have a pretty good idea. Jake Lee, Koji, <laughs> will way, go to inside uh, to real jury. quick. Real quick, do you know what event Dean Malenko defeated Shinjiro Otani um, to end Otani's forty-three day reign as champion? Was it uncensored '96? No, it was it was in May of '96, though. So around that time, uh, he beat him on Worldwide. Really, Worldwide? <laughs> huh. When was that on? That was the Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on like Channel Nine. So they had two shows on Saturdays: the TBS and WGN one. Yeah, they had they had Worldwide. And then they had um, Saturday night. The so they played it against superstars on Saturdays, as well as the uh, Todd Pettengill USA Network show. <laughs> yep. What was it Livewire? Was that what was it called? 
Mania. Well, it might have been Livewire. I just always watched it hoping Sonny was in some skimpy outfit. Because I was really, really lo- I was a Todd Pettengill mark at like eight years old. <laughs> I have no idea why. He was just awesome. He was lively. And he didn't really like wrestling, which is even crazy. <laughs> um, Jake Lee, Koji, Ramona, and Dajiri <laughs> defeating Shatero Ishido, Koji, Doi, and Kumarashi of Infants What do you mean defeating Infants Terribles? What do you Shotaro Shino is the leader of all leaders there, Ryan. What do you mean they yeah. lost to Tajiri and the wonderful Koji Iwamoto and bland Jake Lee? Yeah. It's not like Jake Lee was sneering throughout the match, huh? <laughs> and and then and then we get which this was, I popped so flipping hard, and you did too. It sounds like from when he texted me, Ashino's getting up, and he's like, they're all like shaking their head. And Yusuke Kadama and Hakuto Amori come up from the back. Yep, nope. And Amori just ball shots Ashino. Mm-hmm. And Kadama shoves him. What the hell is wrong with you? What are you doing? And, and Amori, this, you know, punk kid who's joined the group, and he's just, just, he's such a prick. I love it. Like, if he wasn't in this company, he belongs in R.E.D. Like, he's, that's what he reminds <laughs> me of. He's just some R.E.D. dirtbag. And Kodama goes to check on him again, and he pushes him back. And then they just start stopping him. All four of them just start stopping the shit out of, out of Shotaro Ashino. And then Jake Lee joins in and starts stopping him when Ashino <laughs> goes to try to ask Jake Lee for help. And then Koji Iwamoto comes up to get his the leader of Jin. Like, what are you doing, bro? And then he pops Koji Iwamoto. And, and at that point, I was up. And Jake Lee taps all four of the men on their shoulders, or like on their chest. And they mm-hmm. all rip their infant shirts off, and they all leave. <sighs> if there wasn't two wrestlers in this company that needed a fresh coat of paint, yeah. they, did it say, they did a double turn that was most needed. Babyface Shatero Ashino, heel Jake Lee, maybe it'll work finally. And I have no idea what the hell Tajiri was doing. <laughs> He's booking. So like, did, did he, he book that? I don't know. Did he, did he run to try to join him? No. I hope not. not. Yeah, me too. I was really nervous that he did. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm crap. pretty excited. I Like you, you know, said maybe this is the... Uh, the you know the the lightning bolts that'll make it click because yeah I mean even his promo picture looked differently snide and his hair even curlier and longer so I'm I'm all for this Ashino you know he he can play either way he's the master of the suplexes right now he's got that Kurt Angle influence with that ankle lock as well which kudos to Jake Lee for selling the shit out of that uh, you know post match as well. Uh, until you know the kickdown, but uh, yeah, I I did not see that coming. Even though I will say it was spoiled for me uh, a few days prior, or I should say like the morning it happened, and I was like, wait, what? Um, but I thought I was dreaming. But uh, no, I thought this was a great reality after watching it uh, just yesterday here. So I'm I'm all for this. And uh, Ashino. In the tournament, whose redemption will this be at the Champion Carnival, Ryan? Will it be Jake Lee? Or will it be Shotoro Oshino? Or will it be the man 
who's given out knockout knees. And of course, don't forget the German suplex, the blackout, the stronghold, uh, getting the win for next stream as Kento Miyahara and Yuma Iyagi are successful on their first defense. In case Sakamoto, I think he was in the match. Uh, but of course, all about Abdullah Kobayashi. Do you think Kento, having a little more of a mean streak in this tag match, do you think he has a chance in this carnival? I know. I I know this is this is really cliche because of what we just saw. Um, but I really wish, I really hope they do Jake Lee and Ashino in the finals. Mhm. Nothing wrong I, with that. I really want to see that, and then I, I think, I think now is when you, if you're going to try anything with Jake Lee, this is the time to do it. You have him beat Suwama. Isn't this just going to be one? Yeah, just one bracket, right? So they're already going to touch once before the finals, correct? Yeah, because it'll, it'll just be, um, it'll just be the, um, the. They're all gonna. There'll be nine matches essentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have them face the first night and then build it into the final. Yeah, I mean you can do that too. I just, I think, I, I just, I think it's so perfect. Just do it. Just go for it. Just put. If you're ever going to do anything, look, I say this every time we talk about this. If you, you want to get a heat on Jake Lee. Haven't beat the guy who's been your champ for a year. If 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 he's ever going to get a shot as champion, this is the time to do it. New stable, new character, new lease. I mean, yeah, I, I think this is a perfect time to pull. Uh, you know, something you know that we've seen, we've always seen promise, but really just always seemed to to fade into the background there, uh, even in a singles match. Every now and then, but uh, it seems like he's more determined to prove, you know, he's just not a flash in the pan, uh, you know, or a glimpse here and there uh, with his tenure in all Japan. They, um, people are, one of the number one things trending on Twitter right now is, is Brock wrestling fans campaigning for a Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley WrestleMania match. Whoa. Like it's like everywhere. Uh, like somebody posted a gif of Snoop Dogg praying. <laughs> wow, all Japan will be going to a venue bigger than Kurukin A sixteen. Holy shit. That was tight as hell. Somebody just did a F five into like a like a fa- oh my never mind. I'm getting sidetracked looking at things. I need to get off the Twitter. Um You know, you, you bring up this next match. And I, I went three and a quarter on this this tag match, man. I thought I thought a duel with the Kobayashi worked so much harder than I've ever seen that man work. And Kento Miyahara was like, "All right, let's go." And then Kento gives him a stalling German for the win. <laughs> Amazing! Like how strong is he? And then Sakamoto's always great. And you, oh yeah, he's always great. But dude, they gave Kobayashi a lot of time, and I thought it was awesome. Oh yeah, well deserved, man. Well deserved. Um, I was I generous generously gave the main event a gentleman's three, but I think it was <laughs> I think it was worse than that. Kohei Sato looks like he's like sick. 
Like he's all skinny and weird looking. And like when Roderick Strong suddenly got skinny in Ring of Honor, like over like a month span, it was really weird. <laughs> and he tries so hard, man. But like he, Suama can still put on a really good closing stretch, but this match just bored the shit out of him. Yeah, but suplex after suplex after suplex after suplex. But I did like the, uh, as you stated, the gentleman, uh, you know, kind of chopper strike war. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was, you know, a, a an old school Puro match. It was just who's going to be the one to finally go down. But again, I didn't need falsy after falsy after falsy until finally you're like, okay, well... How many, you know, <laughs> suplexes is this? Uh, okay, backdrop. Yeah, he's again. not going to win. You don't need to do this. <laughs> Larry like, is. Yeah. And, and, you know, I came came away from this, too. Even more so do I believe they have to pull the trigger on Lee or Ashino right now. Because Suama just can't go like he used to. Ishikawa can't go like he used to. I mean, do you think it's, this year of, of being not only you know, the triple crown, crown champion, but, you know, he was also the, uh, you know, the world, you know, tag champs yeah. in that time as well. And also those belts, you know, along with his other violent giants, uh, you know, Shuji Ishikawa, you know, kind of at the same time and, and sometimes running back double duty title defenses, you know, on back-to-back shows, I should say that they would have, I mean, don't you think that's a wear and tear and oh yeah, champions carnival. Where he was yeah, like a and, mummy the whole time. And like I had said too, you know, I mean, this guy has two two new, he tore both of his ACLs. Oof. You know. Um, Looks good on the chopper though, that's for sure. You just, he just, he just couldn't, he just can't go anymore. It, it is what it is. You know, but it, it's remarkable when you look at these guys um, how much better that Kento Miyahara is over everybody like and I don't even I don't even even over Sakamoto yeah Sakamoto's just not what he used to be too he's he's starting to I think I think Sakamoto's starting to he's seen like the the twilight of his career I think I mean Sakamoto's been going for God, 20 I mean, years? He's your age. Are you saying you're in the twilight of your career? Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I might, I might peak soon. <laughs> what I, about I, when I you start taking motor. all your supplements and vitamins and drinking your rays from yeah. repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Don't forget uh, at checkout, use promo WrestleCast. C-A-S-T, to 15% off your order. Ryan, I have taken it, and it's been about five days. I've dropped about eight pounds. I'm putting on some gains, as the kids say, pushing a little more weight, uh, giving me some push, running faster on that treadmill so I can get the hell off of there a lot quicker. Um, And I'm feeling pretty damn good, especially with uh, a couple of sets that I've been taking. They're protein powder. Guys, their four-pounder is huge. If you don't have shelf space, maybe not get it. Thankfully, we have lots of it and a, a two fridges, so I can kind of hide it here and there. But, man, when I put it out of that box, I was like, whew, I think I'm set, and it's definitely helped me, helping me post-workout. But definitely the RPCT pills have uh, definitely rejuvenated me 
in more ways than one. So check out repsports.com. Again, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. And again, use promo code WrestleCast for 15% off your order. They also got the brain meds. They got a lot of awesome good products. Of course, the raised drinks. Can't wait to get my promo package when I see you this weekend. I'll be drinking them over on Pro Wrestling Summit every Friday night. Don't forget to check us out. I, I'm not going to be on the show, Ryan, because I don't want to mess up your flow. I might just been every now and then, but I, I can't wait to see the master do his work. This Friday, twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio. Eight to five and oh, he might run the table. I can't believe he might run the table, man. Oh God! This, what am I Should we go to that I, same custom shirt place? We got our hashtag heel shirts made for eighty dollars a piece at that place at the MOA, and just get some Red or Eight to shirts created. <laughs> Maybe we should. They would know the difference. They'd be like, "We'll take your money." And then uh, Alex, I got you. Got some of these. I want to try too when you get here. Um, these um, hyper sleep performance sleep aids, growth sleep and support. I have sour gummy worms and cinnamon swirl flavors. Ooh, cinnamon. Those are kind of tight. Uh, apparently on Monday Night Raw tonight, um, Alexa Bliss made Randy Orton yell at Randy Orton because on the TV, uh, Randy Orton started screaming about his past at Randy Orton. You know, all the bad things he's done. And then Randy Orton started to uncontrollably start coughing. And to really put over the coughing, he unzipped his, his hoodie to try to get more air um, into his chest. This was after last week when he threw up a black pud like Ultimate Warrior. What? I've been uh, with Papa Shango. I haven't watched Ron forever. And I don't know if it's a good thing. I swear I, I recorded it before I went to work today. And when I came home to check the Lashley win on the DVR, it wasn't there. And I was like, um, what do I do? And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> YouTube. But you know, like, talking to himself, huh? Yeah, it's, I hate the company. Um, but, what do you think you know, he'd be doing AEW right now? You remember he was working them into a... Uh, 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 a work so he can get more money from the E. What do you think? Who do you think? How did Edge? With? Edge used him against them and got more money too. Um, I think he'd be great there. Him and Paul I White. Think, I think I, I the Paul White thing doesn't bother me as much because he's gonna he's gonna be more you know he's in commentary. By the way, um, speaking of speaking of that. Uh, AEW black, uh, AEW black, AEW dark from last week. Go on there when we're done, and go to the 13 minute mark. I think it is, and it's um, JD Drake's first match. He was part of the war Hor- or the workhorseman that we saw in some of the GCW stuff or some oh. of the WrestleMania stuff. Uh, it's JD Drake versus uh, Eddie Kingston. It's like five and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I was tweeting about it at two in the morning. Like. It was incredible. It was it was fantastic. And then the other one was um, QT Marshall, QT Marshall um, against JJ Garrett, who looks like uh, Scott Steiner in like his twenties. Hmm. I was like, I I've now decided I need to watch Dark. Like I need to watch Dark, man. 
Wow, it's two hours of dark. Yeah, oh, like but it's got uh, my my one of my up and comers, uh, Layla Hirsch. Um, she's legit. So I, I tweeted, "Yo, this re- uh, QT Marshall versus JJ Garrett matches was bonkers." QT really went out there and let him showcase what he had in his debut. Kudos to both. It's flipping rocked. And then I said, uh, "Holy shit! I never really watched AEW Dark, but I dove in tonight, and my goodness." Uh, Kingston and JD Drake was fan flipping tastic. It felt like an old 2014 Shibata versus Ishii straight up. Wow. I'm literally in awe with how much I love this. I'm serious. This Go guy on. looks like, like he's from like the NWA. Who did, are you, oh, did you turn it on? Yeah. Yeah, JD this Drake. This guy's he, like a bear. He was with um, Anthony Henry and Evolve and the Work Horseman. Kingston coming out. He's pissed. Love it. Yeah. Pause it and watch it with the sound on after we're done. Trust me, it's worth it. Oh, man. By the way, we get, we didn't even, we didn't even preview it. Um, let's see. We, we did all Japan. We got, well, we got New Japan. Um, Dragon Gate also starting. It's going to be this weekend. Yeah. Two nights, you said, huh? Yep. Uh, the sixth and the seventh. So Friday and Saturday. So we could we could theoretically get them both watched. We could. But we also have like nine days of the New Japan Cup that starts Thursday. Yeah, but, but I, like, I, I those, gonna... the, the New Japan Cup, like I only want like I'm only gonna watch like two matches. And I realize, yeah, there are only two or three matches. So yeah, you're right. We could actually do that. Because I'm definitely uh, watching the anniversary show on Thursday. Well, they're doing some they're doing some auctions on that looks tight. Yeah, like the anniversary show will be good. But Ben K looks so weird with that hair now. <laughs> and let's not forget too on the fourth we get the cork and that that has the um the Benske kid in Yamato. Yeah, that's that's uh, correct. That's very true. But, so preview uh, the uh, the Dragon Gates champion. I'm trying, Gates. To, I'm trying to get the the match card. Uh, Dragon Gates uh, Final Gate Tormon Red won best match of the year for them. That's what's up. Ooh. Um, Glorious Gate is uh it was this it was this morning. Didn't have anything too noteworthy on it. I'm trying to find the, the card here. Uh, so Memorial Gate on the 4th, that's the Korokin show. Uh, KZ, Susumu, Genki, against Don Fuji, Shuji Kondo, Gama, and Yosuke Santa Maria. And then we get Diamante and Kazuma Sakamoto against Ultimo and Bokutomo Dragon. Four-way tag, we get Takashi Yoshida and Masaki Mochizuki against Yasushi Kondo and Kenichi Orai. Against Kaisuke Okuda and Ben K against BB Hulk and Hyo. Oh. That could be really fun. Eight man tag that I'm sure will be incredible. Eita, Kaito Ashida, Hip Hop Kakuda, and Dia Inferno against Shun Skywalker, Kota Minora, Jason Lee, and Kagatora. And then we, don't, we get those two bangers, man. We get uh, Dragon Kid against SP Kento and Yamato versus Kai. Which. Very, very nice. I'm sure. Yamato and Kai. I'm guessing Yamato will get the win. Debut Isn't that like a gimmick match too, or is it just a straight like, if you lose, you lose? I thought there was like gimmicks to it. 
Ah, there might be. I'm not positive. Ah, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the damn Champions Gate card, and I can't find it for whatever reason. But yeah, I, mean, I am not finding anything on it. So, I'll ask. First thing I'll ask you is, does Kaisuke Okuda? He's going to successfully defeat Kyo, right? No. Kyo's getting the, getting the title? Hell yeah, he's getting the title. Because if your prediction of a new faction is going to happen, you got to have the two heads of either R.E.D., Real Extreme Diffusion, or whatever they're going to call themselves, you know, afterwards, you got to have everyone holding the gold. By the way, uh, Kaito Ishida is training with some, like, Pancrase kickboxer for this match. <laughs> That's tight. I, dude, okay, I, I, I don't think Kaisuke Okuda is going to lose, but I truly, I truly think Kickboys might beat Skywalker. Man, he's even got a cool-ass hoodie on. Except he looks like he's been on meth. Okay. In this picture. <laughs> I wonder where he works. <laughs> Looks like he works at Papa Ch- Oh! oh! I know what you did there. <laughs> I just kick, boy. Oh, I'm getting the image. Oh, God. Yeah, EO, EO's going to win. Yeah, they only have like two matches announced so far. That's insane. And then Takashi Yoshida and Masaki Mochizuki against BB Hulk and Kai. I know that's happening. But, dude, they're both going to be great shows. We know that's going to happen. I just, <coughs> I don't know. I really think there's a good chance that Kickboy is going to win the title. Yeah, I mean, you already got Masquerade over. So, I mean, going to have I any of them challenge. Um, BB Hulk and Kai against Mochizuki and Takashi Yoshida, and then March sixth is Triangle Gate. Uh, KZ Susumu and Genki against Hip Hop Kakuda, Diamante and Daya Inferno. Time to uh, are you excited for the Real World reunion uh, homecoming on March fourth? Oh, totally uh, on Paramount, and then the. Challenge All Stars. It's going to be on the channel. I, I did not watch a trailer, but I can't wait. The trailer shows a, a spinning helmet with people's names on it. There's like five names on it. That's all it was. That was it. Yeah. And by the way, explain to me how um why the the last episode of the challenge ended with no. I was like you dick bang. God, I hate Josh so much. Uh, People well, really uh, like me. I'm crying because uh, You're a layup, bro. You suck. That's why they want you in the finals. Uh, uh. He sucks. So what do you think the swerves are going to be? Since Lolo Jones says that she was forced to quit, then Devin calls bullshit because yada yada. Because she's crazy. And she's doing the backstroke. In a yeah, swimming like, challenge. I was laughing so hard. I was like, what is she doing? She look, Is she serious? I just oh, by the way, do I, this. I got I to give a shout out to uh, 
everyone over at Summit. Uh, we hit, we cracked 200 followers on the channel nice, uh, nice. on Friday, and we are now at 29 subscribers, almost to 30. Um, the the show from last Friday already has over 100 uh, replays too. Nice, so appreciate y'all. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. The summit, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you want to do here with, with New Japan? You want to, you want to, what do you want to call it? When should we do a show next? Um, I mean, anytime after after Wednesday afternoon, I'll have time. Oh. Oh, what time are you off Wednesday? I don't work Wednesday, but I'm moving that day. But I have my internet will be my internet and cable and electricity turns on tomorrow. So Ooh. I just have to get set up. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my my desk and all the all my electronics over Wednesday because I'm gonna I'll stay here tomorrow night one more night. Okay. Wow, and we're wearing personal grievances. That's the radio. Well, let's let's do New Japan. It'll be a proper lead into the anniversary. I just gotta open at six on Thursday, and I'm going to my new new shoot job, which is gonna be an all day thing. But if we could do like a maybe an eight to ten, yeah, because we we could because I'll be in I'll be there by then. Okay, I just don't want you to like feel forced. No, I I want to get it as. Smooth Not force, but like you know, pressure because you got a lot of shit going on. Welcome to WrestleCast Confessions. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna want to get all set up anyway. Because I'm gonna want to watch the challenge later that night. It's true. And you're 42 uh, inch TV. <laughs> That's how I felt when my other TV broke. I felt all sad. I was like, I gotta go back to a 42 inch like two days before Wrestle Kingdom. What 14? So sad. Or 13. Well, I'll get, um, so yeah, I'll end up getting a new TV this month. You can so get a 65 okay. inch for like 400 bucks now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Is that a good TV, though? Oh, yeah. I, I spent 200 like I more, you get Dolby Vision. Like... We'll go TV shopping this week. That's, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. We can do that. Uh, we, can, we can definitely do that. I like that idea. But yeah, I mean, right. if you want to do Wednesday night, then we can go over Castle Attack. Um, we can preview. We Will can I do watch part one, guys and gals? Probably not. I didn't. <laughs> I'll probably go. I'll probably watch White Ishii. Oh, watch the yeah. tag. Just watch the six man. The six man was worth it. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. But um, like even the main event of Castle Attack, I was just kind of like, all right, cool. I don't know, see the point of why he did that match. Oh, before I got cut off by the man. Pardon me, not Becky Lynch. Um. The uh, the Kenta Mox match, you know, a quick little brawl, um, but just just like Kenta obviously had to go back home, sort of like screw it, let's do this. But like with all the fun hype that was done by Kenta, bless his heart, he kept this this feud going even without Moxley not able to do or say anything revolving around the title until Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, it just was like, yep, oh, that's it. All of that build for nothing. Yeah. And it was just like, it's over. Death Rider. Boom. And then Moxley was... on that table for like 20 seconds longer than he should have been. Taking that elbow as Kenta's like, which way do I go? Am I in WWE? Am he I in New Japan? Am I in Noah? Rope? Where's the camera? Huh? He, he couldn't figure out how to get on the rope and shit. He's like, oh. 
Yeah, dude, it was this was a letdown. It was just all of that, and then like, bro. I mean, it was cool when Kento flipped him off and said a few marks. I'll, I'll tell you this: um, New Japan might be the worst empty arena show. Why? They should have had a Marty Skrull cheer from the rings. Uh, yeah, he's there. <laughs> like, like their empty arena shows just felt like empty. Yeah, I mean, they were bad when they came back after, you know, Noah was doing it well and DDT mm-hmm. was doing it really well. And Japan. then, oh yeah, Dragon Gate was doing it well. And Japan was doing it really well. But New Japan just what, couldn't figure it out. You know, you know who did it really good too was was AEW figured it out. Well yeah, like, they started the, the great camera angle of not showing all those empty seats. Yeah. The uh and then the E stole it. Because <laughs> the E was just showing a TV the whole time. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, stupid. The uh yeah, AEW like it doesn't feel like like empty arena. Like yes, they have some capacity, but it it feels normal when I watch AEW. Yeah. What do you think of the Timberwolves having a crowd there last night? Where where did they have a crowd? At the target, wasn't it, or was it the Laker game? No, Lakers don't have fans. There was a game last night. I'm pretty sure it was the T Wolves. Were they playing like Atlanta? I know the I know the Hawks are having fans. Let's uh let's go on the uh go to the ESPN. Damn in final and six innings, the uh Colorado Rockies got ten run ruled by your defending world series <laughs> champions, LA Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. How'd that how'd that dictate, Darla? Minnesota, we were at home against Phoenix. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are people there. I don't think we have fans. It's probably like coaches and stuff. No, there was like a woman and child in like the upper deck. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I think some teams are allowed to have like family. Oh. <laughs> he fought it. He pooted. <laughs> Man, this show has gone off the rails. It's okay though. Yeah, let's um, let's 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 plan for an eight a.m. on Wednesday. I'll make it work. I can. It. I'll have almost everything moved in on Tuesday, and then Wednesday will just be bringing the kid to school, picking him back up, and then when Jen gets home at like four. I'm going to uh, tip my desk upside down and unscrew it in half so we can try to load it um, in one trip Ooh. with both cars. And then it's just bringing my monitors and all that shit over. So I oh, should yeah. have everything. Who's helping you move? Uh, just, just Jen. Oh. Uh, Demtris is going to, but he's got a class from 830 to 430 Monday through Friday now. Okay. Okay. So he wasn't able. That's, that's cool, man. Um, but he, uh, so, so, but I mean, it won't, even if I'm not fully everything put together, I'll have all my stuff there. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll make it work. 
I have internet in my laptop. That's that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's happening? Um, and on that note, don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast over nine. Well, I don't know why I keep saying over nine because there's nine different designs of course, two, two from ProWrestlingTees.com or Pro Wrestling Summit, um, as, which you can watch uh, Twitch.tv uh, slash WrestleCast Radio. Don't forget Rep Sports, R-E-P-P Sports.com. Put the promo code of WrestleCast 15%. It's been less than a week, and, you know, I have ate some dirty, you know, here and there, but, uh, you know, especially the wonderful burgers I had earlier on. But uh, definitely helps sustaining my, my craze throughout the day. Not picking out and not watching any chips, Ryan. I am eating two salads a day. Damn it! It is weird, but can't wait for Portillo's this weekend as well as a goddamn Popeyes chicken sandwich. I can't wait. Revival can't wait. Kyle, what's up, Ryan? It'll be a few days, but before the wonderful reunion, a year and a half in the making. Yeah, we will see you back here Wednesday night. Because I got Eddie Kingston looking baller as yes. hell. Let pause. me know what you think of this match when you finish it. Nice, nice. Um, everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to check wherever you pod your cast by searching Strong Style Media. Uh, and, of course, clicking the link, you'll get all the Russell Cast Radio Archives, uh, award shows, uh, previews, Russell Kingdom wrap-ups, what have you, what have you. You might even find some sports cast radio. Some pop culture, some Sandy A count. Uh, but of course, you have to search Strong Style Media. All the Apple users out there, please, I, I noticed we got a few more reviews. Um, go to Apple uh, and review and rate. Uh, that will help us in the algorithm as we're kind of teetering around the 150 in the wrestling podcast. Uh, thanks to that website I found with algorithms. But uh, Ryan, thank you so much. We will talk to everybody on Wednesday. Uh, New Japan heavy, and uh, if they release any more matches for Dragon Gate, we'll go over that as well. You sign off, Wade. I'm going to let you do that. I will, we'll have the New Japan bracket. We'll, I'll get that posted before I go to bed here, so you guys got a couple days to fill that out. And I leave you with And this. check us out on Facebook for that bracket. Just type in a WrestleCast Radio. We miss, we miss you. We hope to see you soon, Mr. Mr. Man here. Dragon Daya! <laughs> and we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have a good one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.